Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If you can find the time to and you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Oh, What's up? <laughs> Ah, good Friday. It is a good Friday. What are you guys doing out there? Short Friday. Honk your horn if you're hearing Isaac and Souk. Woo! That, that the old uh, Flash Friday, but we're not allowed to do that anymore. Honk your horn, beep beep. Yeah, honk, but or no. Or rev your big high T engine. That's called rolling coal. What? Yeah, the like the big diesel trucks when they go by us weenie bikers, they uh-huh. they they do that and then it rolls like you blow the exhaust out. <gasps> It's called rolling. They do that on purpose. Oh yeah, happens all the time. It's really cool. I'm a big fan when it happens. To oh me. my god. Yeah. And look, Could you it, be any more douchey. Well, and you know me. Like I am not here to defend all bikers. I am not. I am on the fringes of the biking I community. I hear you, but that's. But some of the crap, like over the last probably what? I eight didn't know to, they did that. Yeah, it's like eight to ten years I've been getting into riding, and I, guess, I mean, it's not all of them. It's not all. But, like, there are definitely douchey things that bikers do. Well, of course. But at the same time, some of the... I mean, I got run off the road a couple years ago by a wonderful gentleman with his uh, Don't Tread on Me flag, which, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Could have killed me. Well, don't tread on him. Uh, I wasn't, really. I was riding really, he my... he was treading on you. I, yeah, I was riding my bike, and yeah. I didn't even... He can tread on you. Yes, but I... But he would not like it if you tread on to him. To this day, I'm fascinated by what was I doing by riding my bike in the bike lane. You're a cyclist. You're well, snowflake. That you decided that it would be yeah. a great idea to do that and run me off the road. It was, it was awesome. But yeah, some of the some of the uh, irrational anger, the rolling coal, the swerving to try to run someone off or to scare yeah. someone. I like the come up right behind you and jam on your horn. That's real fun too because if you miscalculate and then you hit my wheel, I die and go underneath you. Awesome. So yeah, I... I get that the bikers can be annoying, but um, you're in a freaking truck. I'm on a bicycle. Like, what? What are we doing here? Like, there's this is not equal. It's, so please, please don't do that. That's that's not real fun. Sad, insecure little man boy. It's yes. too bad that uh, Sook doesn't live on this side of the river because he could have that cool Oregon plate that says "Share the Road." You know how there's that like <laughs> yeah. bicyclist one? He yeah. should have that. Uh, no. <laughs> and you could put it right next to your coexist. <laughs> Sticker with all the yeah the the religious symbols, yeah yeah because that's the, the coexist. They have all the different. They got like the Jewish star and then the cross and all that wonderful stuff. How about this? Can I just ride my bike and and you not be an a hole and then I'll not be an a hole to you and uh, we live and learn. <sighs> short show, guys. Very short. Yes. As a matter of fact, that's the show. That's it. That, we'll see you guys you. on Monday. I do have something to get to, so can, let's wrap this up. What do you mean? Let's go. What do you? Where are you going? Uh, I got. I got plans. What are you doing? I got plans. Where are you going? Well, they got the big uh, Kells Irish Fest going on. Oh yeah. Yeah, they got the the boxing matches happening down on the oh, waterfront. Oh yeah, yeah. They got the uh, the Irish versus the American. They're doing uh, the fisticuffs happening tonight. So, cool. Yeah. Do they do that every year? Yeah. Yeah. They do the. Are I, you I, sure about that? They do the boxing thing. I don't know if it's officially like this where they do Ireland, but they have like they always had like the big smoker where I think it's amateur, but I think this is actual like 
this is amateur boxing, but I think it's actual people that are trying to be pro as opposed to just getting like some some dudes like me, like they get all you know liquored up and then go out and start swinging on each other. These are actual real boxers trying to become pro. Okay, and I don't know if that is every year. And this is like in the tent behind Kells, right? Yeah, it's right down here, like on the waterfront. They got that big tent set up and all that. Oh, so it's not by Kells. Well, it, it's kind of but because Kells is on like second, so this is just like two over on the waterfront. Oh, so yeah, it's right. not it's not at Kells, but it's Kells. You gonna get housed? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a table. Like one of the young bros. We got a table there, and it's a whole thing, and you know, you scream and holler. Ah! Look, it's like it's Irish fest. What do you want? Like, let's let's well, I go. Guess the Irish they like to party, so well, you got to get uh, you got to get sideways. Well, I did Mardi Gras a couple weeks ago, and now I've got St. Patrick's Day, and you know, I missed uh, I missed Mardi Gras by a week. And now I'm pre-gaming St. Patrick's Day. So let's go. All right. Well, we'll get you out of here uh, at 530. How about that? See what I can do. I can't promise. I I can't I'm telling you. We're getting you out of here at 530. The event starts at 5. I mean. Oh. You know. (laughs) Oh. Now what do you do? Well, now I'm, um, yes, it's, I'm in a bit of a You can pickle. do the last uh, half hour by cell phone <laughs> from on your way over. <laughs> from the event. <laughs> now, wasn't there a time in which you did uh, a segment or two from driving in to start the show? I have done that before where when I used to live in the center, sometimes like you get stuck on a bridge lift or every now and then like there's an, a wreck. And yes, I have done, I think maybe two, three times I've had to do the first segment from a car. <laughs> like, hey, if, and, and the best is like someone like in traffic was like, oh, hey, like they rolled down the window. Like, I'm listening to you right now. You're like, hey, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, not moving. When I was over at NBC, they simulcast one of their shows. And there was a time that this solo host was not going to make it in on time. And so he was going to call in to do the show as he was driving in. But it was still supposed to be on TV. So it was just the radio with an empty chair and, and him <laughs> calling in for it. They tape it to the tape it to the microphone. And, they, and that that happened? That happened, yeah. That was... Mm, Who was that? It was Brian No. Oh, Brian, I remember the, the Brian, Brian No, no show. show. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know that. I, I knew of that Is show. Is he still alive? Is he still alive? Uh, he's, in, he's in Indiana now. He's in South Bend. Hmm. Ah, South Bend. Boy, Very we, overrated Can town. we take places uh, that I would never want to live for 8,000 hours? God, you ain't kidding. South Bend. That place is overrated. Can I just say that outside of uh, Portland here, which is, which is up north, there is not a single other place in the upper half of the country that oh. I want to move to. Oh, I thought you were going down the road of Indiana's really oh. pretty mid. Well, that goes and without, it is. That goes without saying. So is but, Ohio. But I'm just saying, if you took a line in Portland and you, we just draw that, Across this fine land of ours. Well, let's is, see what we got. Is there any place? I mean, that's pretty high. I mean, we're we're way up here. Okay, well then I'll even go like middle of the like. It, there's just the... well, you better include Salina, Kansas in that line. <laughs> well, Salina is lower within than, the line. Salina is way lower than us. Yeah, no, we are. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, if you said you go lower, then you're getting down into Salina, all American, uh, all American oh, city, well, Salina, well, Kansas. Well, I territory. want. I'll move to Salina any day. And that let's place go. Is great. Let's let's move. But you think about it. I mean, honestly. What about Montana? No. No? No. You ever been to Montana? Yeah. You like Montana winters? Uh, that I don't. No. I'm right out. But Montana's not bad. Basically, what I'm saying is I can draw a line. Oh, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska, the Dakotas, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin. Uh, we're taking the upper half of Illinois, Chicago, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, all that. Yeah. It's right out. No, I hear you. It's right out. It's because it's all cold. Yeah, it's right out. And let's be honest. That's really the only reason. Well, there's more than that, too. But There's some good spots in there, but it's all cold. I'm out. We're going south. I'm taking south. You and I, we're we're warm weather guys. Yeah. You give me my top 50, like, even if I'm putting together my top 25, my college football top 25 places, (sighs) there may be, like, three that are, like, and and by the way, that's like the... uh, that's like the North Carolina states of the world. They're coming in at like 22, 23. They're one bad loss away. They're one winter storm away from being booted out of the All top right. 25. What's the So you drew that imaginary line. Drew the imaginary line. What yeah. is the best place above that line? Like north where you say you don't want. Give me the best like if you had to outside of Portland, where are you living? You're probably going to get me somewhere maybe like in Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. Okay, would you rather live in Massachusetts? Be a mass hole. Or 
I will give you rural Mississippi. Oh God, I'm taking. Uh, yeah, then sorry, I'm I'm taking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Taking the plot thickens. <laughs> the plot thickens. I mean, you said like rural. You're talking like rural. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yeah. Like, Tupelo, Mississippi. It's a, a lot of property down there. I've been to Starkville. You do whatever you want. Shoot we, your guns. We played down at Mississippi State, and let me tell you something. What that, about New Mexico? Yeah, I'll take New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. New Mexico is beautiful. <clears throat> okay. yeah, I'll take Mexico. I'll take Arizona. What if I give you a give me... really trashy part of Florida? <sighs> That's nope. a tough one. It's a tough one, but I I like Florida. I, I know you en- do. I enjoyed my. I'm time. saying like Florida's pretty trashy. Yeah, you give me like Gain- like north of Gainesville. <sighs> Gainesville. I've never been to Gainesville. Don't. What about Tallahassee? I will give you. I will give you Tallahassee, Florida. I will let yeah, you live there. Italian, north. Or Florida. you can live somewhere in Massachusetts. <laughs> Damn it! I. Uh, yeah, I might I, go Tallahassee on that. I hate to say that. I, I Does like, that make me a bad guy? I don't mind Florida. It's tough. I think I'm taking Tallahassee too. It's just warmer. But if you get into the pan, like Georgia, like we that, might die of a hurricane though. That Florida Georgia border, like people don't understand. Like we don't think of Florida it's a war zone down there. We don't think of Florida as the deep south. And I am here to tell you that Northern no. Florida is as backwoods and as deep southy as any place you will ever go. I think most people know that. I don't know. I just don't think it gets... Uh, what if I sent you all the way down to the tip of Texas? No. Corpus Christi? No. Well, Christie's not all the way down there, is it? It's not really on the tip, but it is... Uh... There's really nothing way down on the tip there. Yeah. I don't no. think there's much down there. I don't think so. Um, uh, it's I a actually hard... don't know what's down there, but... I'm just going to go and say that's going to be a hard pass for me. Really? No. So, so your line... But... I mean, no, but you're not really sticking to your guns. I here. am sticking to my guns because there's nine places in Texas that I would move to to any place up uh, north there. I'll take Austin. I'll take nine. Houston. I'll take Dallas. I'll take Fort Worth. I'll take San Antonio. I didn't give you any of those. I gave you the very base <laughs> tip of Texas. But you're taking this massive state and you're giving me one little crumb in it. No, that's right. But it's the furthest. It's it's one of the furthest points south in the U.S. So I'll, like that's you like the warm weather. I'll say this: there is there is at least one place in every state below that line I drew that I would happily that I could make work. I'd be fine. You'd make it work. I could make it work. Like I don't want to live in Kentucky. Oh, okay. So, but I'll go do I'll go do Louisville. I bet you it's, there, there's some great places yeah, down there. Fine. Yeah. The, the tip of uh, Texas is Brownsville. So you'd oh. have to live down there, like no. McAllen and Brownsville. No, that Brownsville's where they, cr- I think, where those uh, people crossed yeah. and then got shot up. By the way, did you see what the cartel did? They sent an apology. Yeah, they apologized. Yeah, they're not stupid. No, so the the cartel rounded up the people responsible. Yeah, they tied them up, put them face down, sent the photo, and was like, "They will be turned over to the authorities, or if you'd rather, we can handle this." And they sent an apology, and we're like, "Hey, uh, our bad." Um, Classy move. Yeah, you know what I. <laughs> Admit your mistakes. We didn't mean to kill those people. We, yeah, it was uh, it was a mistake. But hey, mistaken identity. That's a really smart move. Yes, because they don't want to be barking up no. the U.S.'s no. tree, man. Like no. that. Like the the cartels do not make a point of killing Americans. No. I know that you know the fear mongering news will make you think that they do, but they don't want any part of the U.S. sniffing around what they got going on. No, so they leave Americans alone. They, yes, they thought these guys were or these people were Haitian, Haitian drug dealers. Drug dealers, and yeah. so they they screwed up, but. Uh, yeah, they they don't want to be killing Americans, and that's probably a pretty savvy move by them to be like, look, yeah. uh, sorry about your deads, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll kill these five. We'll take people. care yeah, of these yeah, dudes, yeah. and uh, please leave us alone. Uh, don't well, look down here. Well, and that's what they always say. Like if if you go to places that are more resorty, the the cartels know do not mess with that. You do not yeah. you do not want to disturb those. But then we have kind of an idea, like a it's an agreement, like. You don't shoot us uh, when we're in the in traffic us when we're down in these towns, and we'll kind of stay out of the border towns, and that's what kind of yeah. happened here. But the mistaken identity. But I do appreciate that the cartel came out and did a our bad. <laughs> but they mentioned the kidnapping, but they don't really talk about well the murder. So, but you know, hey, admit some mistakes, raise your hand. Uh, my bad, I did that, and uh, little awareness. Yeah, you know, <laughs> go go cartels <laughs> extended an olive branch. Wow. Um, all right. Well, is that has anyone ever been like you know those cartels seem like sensible human beings? Good dudes. Yeah, you know, yeah, they've got they've you got see eye to eye, but at least they're reasonable. Yeah, I think I've it's got kind of flaws. Funny. You've got them. It's kind of funny to me to think about like cartel bro going out to the store and picking up paper towels. You know, I know. Have you guys ever watched the series Barry 
on yeah. HBO. Yes. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. it kind of humanizes Hitman in, 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 a, in a funny way. Yeah. yeah. NoHo Hank. That's a great show. Look, I'll tell you right now that if you haven't seen that, what Hank's, what NoHo Hank is bringing to the table, that's one of the best characters on television. 100%. <laughs> Love me some Hank. But yeah, it is weird when you think, well, I, I've said this before. Like, like cartel members doing ordinary things. Well, I say this about any evil person. Like, can we all agree that I think number one on most people's list is Tiny Mustache, right? Like, that's that's number one in modern history, correct? Like, if you, Pro- That would be most people's answer. What do you mean? Like, like if you're saying worst person in modern history, like, I can't go back to, like, Attila. Oh, you're talking about Hitler? Hitler. Oh, why don't you just say his name? Well, I, I thought you were saying anybody with a tiny mustache. I'm like, well, that's a little Well, no, I said much. tiny mustache, man. So Hitler. Hitler. Right? Yeah, Hitler. Yeah, we all know yeah. Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yes. Can we agree uh, almost universal number one? Right, yeah, I, almost no. Well, well, so, there's a couple other exactly, yeah, yeah, like Pol Pot. And yeah, all there of... may be since I was like, what about Stalin? But he's yeah. he's right. Genghis Khan. Yeah, he's, nah, it's Hitler. He's he's number one, right? The idea of Adolf Hitler like sitting in a hot tub or <laughs> yeah. you know like writing a know. check for his taxes. Yeah, like that. Ju- I can't. I, I, it's it, if you told Wipe, me wiping down the kitchen sink. Yes, if you told me that I could get footage. Of Adolf Hitler vacuuming, I could watch that all day. <laughs> Accidentally spilling his coffee over his newspaper or right? something. And him like, oh gosh, darn it! Yeah, yeah, you know he loved he loved German shepherds. So at some point, he's picking up German shepherd turds. Like <laughs> just him doing normal stuff. I am fascinated by that because at the end of the day, he was he was just a dude. Imagine that. Like he, you know, he's like waddling because he's got an upset stomach and he's gonna go in there and drop some heat. And you're like. That's the worst human being on Earth, and he's he's lactose intolerant? It's very weird. I'm fascinated by that stuff. All right. Uh, We have a short show, ladies and gents. Uh, We are off at 5.30 because uh, somewhere right now, well, Vegas, uh, I'm sure Joey Mack is out, uh, (laughs) you know. He's He's prepping. Picking up some blow for the big game. I don't know. (laughs) Boy, that's another one. Seems like his kind of thing. If you want to get me to watch, that would do it. Or get me to listen. Joey Mack all hopped up. Put him on some powder. (laughs) Give him a dusty problem. Let's go. It's a big game. The uh, Ducks are playing UCLA. They got to win it. So uh, we'll have that for you. Pre-game 5.30. uh, So we we got uh, just a couple hours left here. So let's uh, let's get going here. Mm. Because we've got some late-breaking sports news. Sports trade. Big sports news. Sports trade. Someone's... Not Aaron Rodgers. No. Someone's draft pants are so tight. They are a-bustling. Yeah. Uh, Let's start there, okay? We'll do that next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news... You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, we had a trade today. Uh, happened just before our broadcast it up for us here are the Bears and the Panthers. The Bears, oh who were uh, number one, they had the number one pick in the draft. Uh, the Bears have traded out of the number one spot already. They have given it to Carolina. The Panthers have traded up. Boy, they didn't just give it to them. They fleeced them on this. This is uh, <laughs> this, this big boy stuff right here. I mean, Carolina, to give up what they did, they have a sports boner for one of these quarterbacks that you can't imagine. So the Bears deal the number one pick. To the Panthers for the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, a 2024 first round pick, a 2025 second round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore. So you gave up two ones, and you still only have to move back eight spots. 
<laughs> you get two ones, two twos, and you get Carolina's best receiver, which will now be your number one receiver. Um, you know, and he's not, you know, it, it's not like you're getting a, a top three or four wide receiver, but DJ Moore is legit number one receiver, especially in a place like Chicago where they don't have a number one receiver. Um, you couldn't have done any better if you're Chicago. And if you're the Houston Texans sitting around right now, you have to be pissed as hell that Lovey Smith won that last meaningless game in week 18. Otherwise you'd either be sitting here drafting your quarterback or more importantly, probably taking this haul and moving back because both Chicago and the Texans, they need players and, a, and, and, and something like this, if fields continues to develop and more is, is really a solid number one for you. This is the sort of thing that can revamp your roster in a year or two. I mean, this is just a huge deal for Chicago. And then if you're Carolina, you, you better get it right because you are you are going all in on one of these guys. Well, I mean, the Niners did this with Trey Lance. Yeah, and how'd that work out? We don't know that that's right. No. I mean, you know, so it's yeah. like, um, you know, I don't know. It's uh, Banners did it for RG3, right? Yeah, how'd that work out? Oh, that's right. They gave all they the gave picks to the Rams. Haul. Yeah. 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 Uh, so here's our poll question today. It is on Twitter at 1080 The Fan, uh, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, today we're asking you uh, the following. It is up there, so please uh, vote and vote hard. Uh, for which QB are the Carolina Panthers trading up to grab? Is it CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, or Will Levis? Well, and this is the weird part is that. Normally, if you're talking about this kind of haul, you would think it would be for a generational quarterback, right? The Andrew Luck or maybe next year, you know, people think that Caleb Wims could be this guy. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, someone like that. Well, but see, hold on, though. You say generational quarterback. Yeah. The two we just mentioned, Robert Griffin. Now, I think Robert Griffin, obviously, he had a lot more hype than Trey Lance. Yeah. But neither of those guys were... Um, no were what'd you call them generational. generational prospects. So it's just you're you're undervaluing the desperation market for quarterbacks. Yeah. It, it it's not yeah. I mean, we have seen teams give up this and more for quarterbacks that are riskier than maybe even some of the guys I just mentioned in the poll. Yeah. So I mean you're right. It's not yeah, it just doesn't it's actually not the way it is. Like it's these teams are so freaking desperate for quarterbacks that they will give up two ones, two twos, and a wide receiver for a chance, just a chance to swing at one of these guys. At, at maybe a guy who could be uh, a, a, a full time star, you know, like a regular starter. Yeah, and and none of these guys really like project out to be can't miss prospects. I mean, this is viewed as a very weak class, and and you kind of said this to me off the air. You had a, a gut feeling, and I think you may be right on this. It very well may be Anthony Richardson. <laughs> you you may just well, say, you know what, F it. We're taking the guy that is the biggest athletic. Think about this. He is the biggest athletic freak to ever p- come out of the combine playing that position. And that's why I think it's him. Because, first of all, Bryce Young, as good as he is, he has serious size questions. 100%. Um, so... Athletic quarterbacks in the NFL are are in vogue. They're the, all the rage. Mahomes just played Hurts in the Super Bowl, right? Yep. The multi-threat guy is king. And we just had the best ever athletic score at the Combine by a quarterback. Better than Mike Vick. Better than Cam Newton. Perfect score. Better than Lamar Jackson. Yep. And, and we think that this <laughs> two ones and two twos and DJ Moore is for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I, would, I would bet you. <laughs> That this is a, the team that fell in love, one of the teams yeah. that fell in love with Anthony Richardson. They said, they said this is the guy. Yeah. We can do something with this guy. This is it. There was, And we're, well, let's go get him. There was a ton of people that said at the Combine that, one, obviously, people love athletic freaks. And no matter what position. They'll pay more for him, too. They'll pay more for RG3 him. RG3 Trey Lance. Yes. We love guys that look the part. And no one looks the part like Anthony Richardson. Nobody. <clears throat> and the other thing they said is that he crushed it in interviews. And, you know, that's a big deal. When, when, you, get a, when you get a guy, it's... Imagine like walking into a bar, right? And seeing the most beautiful woman that you've ever seen in your entire life. You're like, no one has ever looked better in a cocktail dress than this woman. And then you sit down and you talk to her and you find out that she's got brains too. And you're like, whatever, I don't care. Here, take whatever it takes. And maybe that's the case with Anthony Richardson. And you don't care that there is 
the performance uh, on the field isn't that good. You don't care that the accuracy, all that. You just know that no one has ever looked that good, and there's a there's a good personality behind that, and 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 he's smart. And you got him in front of a grease board, and you like what he had to say because that's apparently what happened at the combine is he crushed interviews. And if you're given all this up, you would have to assume that this isn't like, hey, we kind of like someone. This is we love someone. And and you're right. And that the the one that seems like that you could easily fall in love with more than the others is is Anthony Richardson. So, to your point about Houston, maybe they end up with uh, Bryce Young anyway. Yeah, because they're two, right? They're two. So, I think they'll if, get one of their guys. Yeah, I just one was. If you're Houston, I want you just that meaningless game that Levy Smith won <laughs> ended up costing you the chance to draft whatever quarterback you want at number one, or trade back eight spots and get. Well, but if wait, you but, if, if you draft well, you, you just you got five starters uh, that you sure. just that you just filled spots. But if your guy, but see, they wouldn't trade out because they want a quarterback. Yeah. So maybe their guy is Bryce Young, and they get him anyway. It's so possible. maybe it didn't. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it, yeah. it may not have it may mattered not have if yeah. it's Levis or Stroud or Richardson that the Panthers are trading up to get. Yeah. Or, you know, Houston falls in love with Richardson and he's there too, and they take. You know, who yeah. knows? Who knows? So, so we don't know if that. Or Levis or Stroud ends up going, and we're like, "What? You gave up yeah. that for?" We don't know if that uh, that law uh, the win by Houston really hurt him yet. Yeah. But you're right. It's like. You had options, yeah. If you had the number one pick, <laughs> I just I love that Lovey on his way out just screwed over the thing. Yeah, like, yeah you, I know you're gonna because they fired him like in the locker room of that game, and I love the fact that like Lovey probably knew. Hey, I'm on my way out, and by the way, here's an F you. Weren't they down big too? Yeah, they were down. They big. came all. They came all the way back. <laughs> Man, the fans of that game were probably there to see them lose for yeah. the number one pick. You know? Yeah, that was like when when the Mariners. I think it was against the A's. They had that meaningless game, and it and had they lost it to the A's, they would have got Strasburg, and instead they ended up with uh, Ackley. Yeah, oh. that's not good. But oh. Strasburg. Well, yeah. He did win a World Series. Though. He did. He's made a glass. <laughs> he would have gotten it's better you know than Dustin yeah, Ackley. Dustin Ackley done for well, you lately. <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that. But Strasburg would have gotten hurt in Seattle. Well, he does get hurt, but he died. He, he wouldn't have done anything. Sean Camp would have shot him. Is that what you're saying? He would have gotten into a, a skirmish at the in the Tacoma Mall. All right, so Bears out of the number one pick. They're now number nine. Panthers jump up two ones, two twos, and DJ Moore. So uh, we'll see who. Uh, the Panthers are targeting there. It's obviously a quarterback. So vote on our poll question at 1080thefan on Twitter. Uh, Sports Audio is next. Here's Buck. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we've got uh, sports audio here on the fan. Do you like audio? We have we have audio we play for you here. Well, it'd be weird if we had video because, well, it's pretty ra- cool radio. Well, it probably wouldn't really be weird if we had video. That's what everybody's doing these days, right? Crossover, well, radio, video, audio, TV. Yeah, but if we had video, multi-platform. If we had video and we had, why no- do we not have cameras in here filming our every move? Uh, that's coming. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be on Twitch and Facebook. I can't wait to see you live uh, live stream. It's going to be fantastic. Live stream. Yes. Well, I'm just going to do the show. I, I don't know what <laughs> live stream means other than you can watch me talk. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, we used to do that. We were on Comcast. <clears throat> um, okay. Let's start with uh, March Madness, okay? Okay. We'll get to the Draymond Green clip here in a second. But um, I just saw this a little bit ago, and I think it's fantastic. Now, no one cares about Boston College basketball, right? No. I mean, literally no one. I don't think anyone in uh, Boston cares about Boston College basketball. In fact, name me Boston College's best basketball player of all time. Ooh. I'll look it up. I can't, I, I, Name me, how about this? Name me a Boston College basketball player. I remember there was a guy named Ryan Sidney who played with a broken jaw that was wired shut. That's the only guy I could ever name. What? 
That's why I remember him. He was on Sports Center and he was flexing on dudes. He couldn't even talk. He was just nodding at him because his jaw was wired shut. Oh, there is one Did, that wait, I've heard one? of. Yeah, I just I, I looked up. Didn't Jared Dudley play there? Bingo. Ooh, yep, sure did. Jared Dudley, and they were pretty good. I think they were solid then. at that time. Were they? Yeah. What years did he play there? Oh God, he's been in the league for a while. I think he was there when I was in college, so I want to say he was there like oh three to oh five or something like that. Reggie Jackson played there, not Mister October, but <clears throat> you know, bounced yeah, around the, the NBA a bunch. Yeah, uh, Craig Smith, Blazer legend. Oh yeah, yeah, Craig Smith. Craig Smith. He was good in college. Uh, boy, and then it's a lot of like who? Yeah, the Al Skinner teams were pretty good. I think Dudley was on those teams. Well, I'll tell you what, that's not a, that's not a, a, uh, and then a, back in the day they had Jim O'Brien, Gary Williams coach there. That's not a huge, uh, oh, remember Michael Adams, a little short guard for the, uh, Nuggets? No. You don't remember him? I, I, if you saw his photo, you'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He Did you little... know Bob Cousy was their coach? Bob Cousy? In the 60s. Right the hell out of town. Chuck Did, Daly? Did not know that. Wow. Tom Davis, Gary Williams. Wow. Look, They've had a lot of big no, name coaches. Yeah, but not a lot of big name players. So. <clears throat> There's well, there's that. some guy, some white guy was, you know, I don't know. I, I don't even know the context of this. It doesn't even matter. They, I think they lost today okay. or yesterday. I don't know. So they're in the press conference, Boston College. Mm-hmm. It's their coach and then this big white center. And clearly this kid's career has come to an end. And uh, <clears throat> here is uh, an exchange between he and a media member. Cliff, what's your, what are you going to take away as your best memory from playing basketball at Boston College? Probably just, like... Okay, so he's now... Now, we're not... Stop, this tape is playing. Okay. He is... His head is down. He's crying. So, something profound is coming, right? Yeah, you would think. Yeah, so He's having a moment still. Yeah, he's yeah. still... He's well, gathering himself. That is an emotional time. He's done. No question. Going out to eat. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. That's what we got. Going out to eat. I think if he like had a little more handle on it, he he probably would have said like, you know, with the guys and being with my teammates. But it's all he can get out. So it just ended up the best thing about going to Boston College and playing basketball was going out dinners. Well, I mean dinners out. In Boston. To be fair, I mean... It's probably a pretty good little... Yeah, and, and who doesn't like going to eat? A little you know? food scene out I there? Mean, I can't say that that was my favorite thing about, you know, football at BYU, but, I you know, we did have a really good steakhouse we ate before games. Uh, what was that? Ruby... Ruby Tuesdays. No. Yeah, it was a great steakhouse. <laughs> that would be the best if someone pressed him and he dropped, like, a cheesecake factory. Or like an Applebee's, you know, it's eating good in the neighborhood. Now we had it was like Ruby something or other, but it was like a it was their own little steakhouse there in uh, in Provo. It was pretty good, and I'm not gonna lie, I remember that they had a uh, they had a really good uh, double jacketed fried baked potato, which was um, it was delicious. Good ribs, and I I remember that fondly. Boy, I'm looking okay, at the I'm looking old. at the video here, and he just he looks it's like old. Lurch. That's old. Okay. Yeah, it's from several years ago. <laughs> and so now it's just making the rounds? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just circling around again. Imagine being in tears, and that's what you come up with. Although, to be fair, it's an emotional moment. Going out to eat. <laughs> God. I think he looks back on that and just is like, what was... Or is that's his, like, uh, that was his 15 seconds of fame. Well, he had to say something. He, he probably just panicked. Yeah. You know, you put on the spot. What are you going to do? Uh, his name is Dennis Clifford. He called him Cliff. His, he was a forward, a senior forward. They lost. This was in 2016. No, oh, this is way back. Yeah, they lost to Florida State in the ACC tournament. And apparently, uh, as the story goes, the the whole team got food poisoning from eating at Chipotle oh. at one point during the season. And yet, still, still, eating. the best thing about being at Boston <laughs> Go, College going out to going eat. out to eat. You think they use that in the recruiting video? Do they? <laughs> you guys are gonna have some wild dinners <laughs> at Chipotle of all places. <laughs> oh man, I was really hoping with that long break yeah. that it was gonna be you like it was something cool, huh? Well, uh, no, I thought it was gonna be something scandalous, right? I thought I thought oh. he was gonna say something about you know like that one party at Mikey's. Yeah, you know something like that. You know, cheerleaders or uh, you know I don't know coeds. I I really thought it was going to be something awkward and sexual. And instead, we got we got something wholesome like going out to eat. 
Just doing some eating. Uh, now we get to Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, they actually got to play each other. Yeah, and Memphis kicked their ass. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with the Warriors on the road? I don't know. Well, what's up with Memphis on the road? Memphis is terrible on the road, too. What's up with the NBA this year? Well, that's a long question. I mean, I... What, well, it all I, goes hand in hand. <laughs> like, why are... I don't know. There's some teams... Like, it's just a weird year. Well, and everyone continues to, to think that... Golden State come playoff time is going to be like this this really dangerous team. Yeah, well, but they do have some pedigree there. They do, you know. But they're they're thirty four and thirty three, and and someone I, I forget who it was, maybe it was Mark Stein or someone, you know, put out this thing saying, I know that you know no one will write off Golden State, but you know at, at this point in the season, is it possible that they just they're they're telling us who they are and we refuse to accept it? <clears throat> well, it's the same thing with the Lakers. Yes. Same thing. Yes. So the Clippers are thirty-five and thirty-three. That's weird. The Warriors are thirty-four and thirty-three, and seven and twenty-six on the road. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, the Mavericks are thirty-four and thirty-three. The Lakers are thirty-two and thirty-four. The Jazz are th- well. The Jazz they, they kind of yeah. They the Pelicans are thirty-two and thirty-four. Well, I mean, what is going on? Well, another one too that no one seems to be talking a lot about. But Zion's done for the year. So, I mean, there's another season. This is now three out of four years that yeah, he has pulled a Greg Oden. He's not. I mean, no, it's it's pretty clear. Yeah, it's you can't count on that guy. No, and by the way, you you were talking about road records. Memphis, who's third <laughs> in the West, they're twelve and twenty one. Twelve on the road. and twenty one. Yeah, not as bad as the Warriors though. No, and so then the top two teams in the West right now are Denver and Sacramento. And maybe that's why ultimately people say, "Well, we'll, we'll so, I'll bet on Golden State." And and by the way, Kevin Durant's out for the rest of the year too. Well, for the, the rest, year? The, well, the regular season. He won't play again in the regular season. They say he's out two to three Man, weeks. They don't need him in the regular season. No, but, you know. <laughs> but it'd be nice to get some chemistry with your right? new teammates. Like, Kevin, how many? played two games with him or something? Something like that. And then he rolled his, his ankle that on a wet spot. made a glass, too. I know. So everyone was like, when he made when they made that deal, it was like, hey, man, you know, no one's going to beat Kevin Durant. And I said, yes, someone can beat Kevin Durant, and it's the Phoenix uh, medical staff. Because, you know, Chris Paul's going to blow a hammy, and he's rolling ankles during, uh, during warm-ups. So I'll give you the Warriors... Clippers, Lakers, and let's see, Warriors. Yeah, I'll give you the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, and Mavs. Who do you actually trust come playoff time? No one, but it would be Golden State. More than the others? Yeah. Dude, Dallas is a mess. The Kyrie Irving thing, the Kyrie Irving thing has not worked. Kyrie Irving, by the way, all that stuff about keeping quiet, like when he was in Brooklyn at the start of this year, that's all gone. He's back to being a jackass, you know, and, and making... What do you do now? Oh, look up. He he keeps having these wonderful press conferences, and he's yakking about cobalt mines and being free, Whoa. and he's he's being Kyrie Irving. Is he Kanye level yet? Uh, he's getting there. He is such an eye roll to me. He's, he might be the biggest douche in the NBA. And that's saying something. Mm, that really is. That is, because the well, league wait, is, where's, is... I was going to play this clip, and now Buckley's not even in there. I saw him get up. What the hell's going on? Did he have a... Are you, are you okay? Right? Are you okay, Buck? Where'd you well, go? Yeah, I was trying to print your reports. Oh. Oh. Yeah, very important. We just... We, we weren't certain. We saw you get up and leave well, as if there was some sort of, you know, emergency. Well, we'll, oh, no, no emergency. I was just trying to get your reports before the break. Right. We'll play the Draymond thing next. But, okay, so Warriors... I don't trust any of them. I mean, I don't... You know, it's like... Like you said, they are... You, they are what their record says they are. Yeah, Clippers, Warriors, Mavs, Lakers. They're the, they're the same team. They're like within two games of each other. Yeah. So I, I guess I. And they have so know, many stars. You like, know it's who so I trust? Weird. You know who I trust? It's just the whoever, Blazers. Whoever, whoever wins, Milwaukee or Boston. That's that's who I trust. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, the East is different. East I, I feel different. like Milwaukee and Boston are really good. Philly's going to be pretty tough. Um, even Cleveland's tough, but yeah. that it feels like a normal year in the East. The West feels just so. Yeah. It's almost like they're in cahoots together to all kind of suck. Well, and I, I hear it all the time when I listen to some of the national guys, and you listen to the the NBA talking heads. The Denver Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets are forty six and twenty. Jokic is about to win his third straight MVP, and despite what Kedrin per- Kendrick Perkins thinks, it's not because he's white. <laughs> Which is uh, wonderful. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins, you know, basically said that eighty percent of the people that vote for the MVP are white, and that's why Jokic is winning. Turns out, uh, no, <laughs> incorrect on both fronts. But how do you know? <laughs> well, they actually looked into. They had to retract the statement. Oh, 
there's more black people than he thought yeah i, I what was their actual statement because who is is that uh, who's the lady that does the the first take show um I don't know, dude. Anyway, she she came out at the beginning of the broadcast and was like, I would like to apologize upon further review. I believe their term was, the panel that votes is way more diverse than what Kendrick Perkins said. They didn't tell you what the numbers were. They didn't say who it was, but they did apologize and said that it was way more diverse, which means it's really a, a, a dumb statement. And it was a dumb statement anyways. Charles Barkley even countered that and saying, if if... if if it's all white people voting, why is almost every year uh, the MVP given to a African-American player? <laughs> well, there's like, not enough good white guys. <laughs> but if there were, according to Kendrick Perkins, be a It'd white guy. Be, yeah. It's what a dumb statement. But no one, no one believes in Denver. They're 46 and 20 okay. and three-time MVP and no one, I'll give no you one a, believes in them. I'll give you a bet right now. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you prepared for this? I am. I will give you Denver mm-hmm. to win the NBA title. Yeah. Or Phoenix to win the NBA title. Which are you taking? Honestly, I am. I I'm going to take Denver simply. I I do not really? I don't think Phoenix can be healthy. I just don't. Okay. If Phoenix is healthy, then I'll take Phoenix, but I All right. Dude, you want to talk about being made of glass? Most people are taking Phoenix. Most people will take Phoenix. Yeah. But I just I can't trust Kevin Durant has played at some point. You have to play with people, right? Nah, no. These guys don't care. Chris it's Paul's, all about the playoffs. Chris Paul's playoff history means nothing. They're sort of making a mockery of the regular season. That's kind of what I'm getting at here. Yes. It's like these guys. It is. And then they they put on these contrived uh, fights like Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks, which is actually you know yeah, one of the better, pretty things. entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the NBA knows how to yeah. get the social media stirred it's got up. Got a for WWE sure. WWE element to it. So if you haven't heard this, we'll play that uh, next. I think Dylan Brooks clapped back too. Do you have that, Buck? Oh yeah, so yeah, they because Memphis, uh, you know, Memphis beat him last night. So we'll get to that flap uh, coming up next on the fan. All right, somebody said cage match, Draymond Green against Dylan Brooks. Who wins? Well, I'll tell That's you, that's pretty what, good. I, I don't think I'm betting against Draymond. Really? No. See, I think I might. The young, the young guy. Yeah, I think I Brooks think... is in way better shape and younger. But Draymond, I'm with you. He he has some old man like. Yeah, I'm willing to go where you're not. I think of... I think Dylan Brooks is kind of a pretend tough guy. I think Draymond Green, as we've seen with Jordan Poole, <laughs> I don't think he minds throwing punches. All right. Dylan Brooks seems like the basketball player that just talks a lot. But you know, it's one thing to talk; it's another thing to start throwing punches. And I know Draymond doesn't have a problem throwing punches. He just seems like that guy. I'm taking I'm taking him. So they don't like each other. No. Uh, we didn't get this whole audio in the other day, so let's play it for you now. It's a couple minutes of Draymond uh, clapping it at uh, Dylan Brooks. Take yeah. a listen. Well, before we do, it's important to note, Draymond is taking a Dylan Brooks insult, and he is ripping it apart line by line. Yeah. So he's reading like what Dylan battle. Brooks' words were and then responding to it piece by piece. It's a very piece. Eminem, M, uh, Machine Gun Kelly sort of response. This idiot said, I don't know what Draymond does out there. He said, I don't like Draymond at all. You don't know me. I just don't like Golden State. I quite frankly wouldn't like a team that beats me all the time either. I don't like anything to do with them. Quite frankly, you you were a little kid in high school watching us win championships. Should be happy that you even witnessed that. Or maybe college, but you get the point. You're a fan. Draymond talks a lot. You talk a lot now, so if you have four rings, sure you talk a lot more. For All-Stars, you probably talk a bit more. Defensive player of the year, you for damn sure would talk more. Two Olympic gold medals, you definitely would be talking because that would mean you you beat Team USA, and we all know how that goes. Brooks so is Canadian. Gets away with a lot, too. What exactly do I get away with? I have 15 texts, one less than your dumb ass. Okay, <laughs> great. His game is cool. If you ever wondered... Why the Memphis Grizzlies is not ready to compete for a championship? Look no further than this idiot right here. They're actually depending on this guy to help them win a championship. And he says his game is cool. Quite frankly, that just shows how little you know about basketball. And yet, y'all, you running around talking about a dynasty? The dynasty starts after you, not with you. He plays with heart, knows the ins and outs of the defense. I want to be quite frank, I made the ins and outs of our defense. <laughs> I guess that's why they like him over there. 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out why they like you in Memphis. <laughs> or do they like you in Memphis? That's a better question. I'm not sure your teammates like you, but I can tell you why they like me over there. When you contribute in the way that I contribute, I have contributed to four championships, they tend to like you. So next time you speak up on me, you should do some fact checking. Next time you speak up on me, you should do some soul searching. Next time you speak up on me, I hope you're in a better situation than you're in now where the guys you play with actually enjoy playing with you because they actually think you're contributing to winning. Because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. <laughs> you're a clown. <laughs> you a it clown. ain't happening for you. What is that from? His own podcast. His own podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Look, that was great. It's it's it's, I a, it's love a pretty good response. This NBA WWE element that they have going on. Yeah. With I don't know whether it's podcast. Just where you know, put it on social media and trade barbs. I love this. <laughs> I can't get enough. It's way better than the product on the court. Yeah. The players have no problem now with you know because you have so many platforms. Yeah. Just uh, you a clown. Yeah. Well, it used to be there was like some decorum there, and you know you didn't want to you know feed into the the, the fire, but no one cares anymore. It also it, became an issue though. Like during the NBA Finals, the Warriors were down two games to one, and Draymond was doing the podcast after every game, and yeah. people were like, "Is he focused? Can he really do this?" Oh, and God. then they turned it around, and it was well, fine this, again. But this is just kind of the you know this is the modern athlete, you know, and and it can get weird sometimes, Mer, like. Was it Juju that was live streaming Tomlin's speech in the locker room? I mean, there are some things that crosses, you know, some some lines that you can't do. But, you know, you've got a, a whole generation of kids being raised on social media. And as the as, as we get older, more angry old men are going to yell at the clouds about modern athletes and and not being focused. But this is this is what it is. Everyone's got a podcast well, now. Everyone's was, got a show. Yeah, and that that's fine. I, that's their. I mean. It's his prerogative. Yeah. If it's good and it sounds like it is, that's pretty. That was pretty uh, entertaining. Well, I, I mean, enjoyed it, and he's got scoreboard. I mean, exactly. He's got all the accolades. Like that's what he should say. I mean, Dylan Brooks is younger and and you know and has better numbers right now. But yeah, it's it's hard to go against someone that has Olympic gold medals, defensive player of the year, is going to be a Hall of Famer and four NBA titles. It's like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you're barking up the wrong tree a bit. Exactly. Which is why Green's like shutting him down. Yeah. But then Green last night, you know, he outplayed. Um, Brooks, he had 16, 7, and 5. Uh, Green did. Brooks only had 14, but, of course, the Grizzlies killed him. They beat him by 20. Yeah. Uh, so here again was what uh, Brooks said after the game about Draymond. Mom, the fan. That's what I do. I talk. And, you know, I told him. I told I, I told him that, um, you know, keep that mic. Keep that mic. He's better at the mic than pooping. You know what I'm saying? So... Keep doing this podcast. Keep blogging. Keep doing this thing off the court. You know, it's cute. It's fun for him. That was an impressive showing tonight. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You should give the mic to Draymond. Make him talk about me. What was that? Make him keep talking about me so I can play better. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, we're going to need to see this uh, in a series. I hope so. Yeah. It we're going to need that. It would be great to see them in a seven-game series. Get Jaw out there. 100%. Well, if Jaw can stop, you know, pulling out guns. I mean, there is a chance if the NBA proves, because they said that he was going to be out for a couple more games, Memphis did. If if the NBA concludes that he brought that gun on the airplane, he's going to get his ass sit down for a, for a while. I just don't know how you prove that it it came on the airplane. But All right, well, I love Brooks versus Draymond. And, you know, somebody mentions, too, um, you know, Brooks is a pretty dirty player. 100%. And Draymond is, you know, so it's yes, like they Brooks both, is, They both kick each, you're kicking and punching people in the giblets. Brooks is sort of the new Draymond. Yes. You know? Like, if I, if, I, if I asked you who is the new Draymond in the NBA, who would you say? Well, it's Brooks, but at the same time, he's nowhere near the player Draymond was. Well, of course, but, but yes. I just mean in terms of, um, you know, kind of that persona. And yes. that, the villain guy, that for role, sure. Yes. You know? I, I definitely can see. And, and it's funny because... You're right. I guarantee Dylan Brooks is modeling a lot of what he does after Draymond Green. I mean, and there, and that's probably why there's tension. I mean, he was right? like that at Oregon too, right? Yes, he was a chippy Pretty guy. Edgy. But yeah, I'm just saying that when when someone is is trying to come in the old line, young line, and is trying to Memphis is clearly trying to remember this. This goes back into the playoffs the last couple of years where Memphis has kind of tried to do the hey, it's it's our time. 
and they're trying to supplant Golden State. So not only do you have Memphis trying to be the new Golden State, but you do have someone trying to be the new kind of enforcer and 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 maybe not you know numbers guy, but kind of the catalyst for everything on the defensive end and, and being that edgy spirit guy. And that's Dylan Brooks. And anytime you get old line, young line, there's going to be a fight. Yeah. So somebody else mentioned Dallas Phoenix too. We'll get a Dallas Phoenix playoff series. That'll be good because you got uh, that one was kind of dumb because. I mean, they couldn't even keep a straight face yeah. when they were bowing up to each other. Yeah. Luca and uh, <laughs> what's that dork's name from Phoenix? Uh, uh, Booker. Booker. Yeah, they just started laughing. Like it's almost like a joke now amongst NBA guys. Like, yeah, let's start uh, some stuff because yeah. it'll it'll get uh, views on social media. But ah, I can't even keep a straight face. Yeah. Ah, I love you, man. But this is legitimate beef here with, yeah, with Draymond clearly. And, and Dylan, and, that, and it's nice to see. In yeah. a world of very f- friendly NBA That's players, right. it's nice to see some genuine. I want uh, Lillard interest. to start some crap. I don't know if he really has a rub with anybody. Well, well maybe Paul. Westbrook. You know, yeah, Westbrook and Paul George. Yeah, all those guys, the old school. Yeah, let's start a new one. Well, they got to get into the playoffs first. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's something going with Denver. So if they, you know, playing Denver's the one seed, so maybe that. Yeah, he should start talking all kinds of crap about like Jokic, Jokic, <laughs> Jokic, and Murray. Start slandering people. All right, that is a uh, first hour of radio. Uh, in our next hour of radio, we have in the news, but let's uh, look at bracketology next. Uh, what do the Ducks got to do to get into the dance? Uh, it is 405 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 